0: In order to support the podcast, I need the help of some great advertisers, but I want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you actually want to hear about. And in order to do that, I need to learn a little bit more about you in order to bring on the right advertisers. So if you could do me a quick favor, that is, can you go to podsurvey.com slash new mindset, and there you could take a quick anonymous survey that will help me get to know you a bit better so we could bring on the right advertisers. We could bring on advertisers that you don't want to skip. So that's all quick favor. If you could just visit podsurvey.com slash new mindset. And once you've completed the survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. But that's all you have to do. It's a quick favor. It would mean a lot to me. Podsurvey.com slash new mindset. Right. Welcome to episode 518. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who this As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, left-handed anger, left-handed anger, or I suppose right-handed anger, if you're a natural lefty, whatever would be the opposite of your dominant hand. Uh, that is the topic. And you'll see what I'm talking about here in a minute. But I think this is a message we all need to hear, whatever dominant hand you use in life. We need to find a way to be less hard on ourselves, to be a bit more patient with ourselves, to realize that we drastically overestimate what we need to accomplish today, otherwise we're falling behind. And we underestimate what we can do in a year, two years, five years. And I think realizing this very practically can help us be less hard on ourselves, angry with ourselves, frustrated with ourselves, or just unfairly judgmental of ourselves. So let's start with this idea of left-handed anger. And as with many of the things I talk about on the podcast, I really enjoy adapting memes and jokes and cultural references into pieces of powerful mindfulness because I really kind of struggle with taking advice that's in the realm of like your energy flows within you, you just need to vibrate at a higher level and you'll attract the universe and just manifest and you are energy and I am energy like no disrespect at all to that type of spiritual kind of belief based mindfulness. It's great for some people if it works for you. I love that. But for me personally, I I kind of just struggle with it. Like I like to use mindfulness in the context of what I can touch and feel in the context of experiences of things that I've felt past, present, memories, people, things that I have touched and felt and seen and can make sense of. So a lot of my mindfulness is making sense of memories, things that I've actually experienced. And in this case here, the case of being hard on myself, I can't think of a more tangible somewhat random, but tangible experience uh, than golf, golf. Playing golf is one of those activities that uh, is relaxing. Sure, a nice day on the links with the boys is a good opportunity to, to play and relax and, and socialize. But it's also one of those things where you can get so in your head about it and you leave the course with just pure rage, th- you know, flowing through your body. That's rage directed at yourself for having a bad round, for shanking shots, for just playing poorly. And this left-handed anger meme is born of mostly dudes, I suppose, mostly dudes playing golf where if you search for it on TikTok you'll see what I'm talking about here. You'll see videos of guys on the tee box, each guy, you know, taking their turn to tee off. And a guy will take his tee shot and as so often happens, he'll just, you know, absolutely slice it or whiff it or chunk it or whatever. And, you know, it's his his sixth bad shot of the day. And so in a fit of rage, he'll just, you know, start screaming and he'll wind up with all his power to like throw his club or hit it against the ground you know i don't condone this but just just dudes being dudes blowing off some steam but his buddy will say hey hey no left-handed anger left-handed anger and so what he'll do is he'll switch to his non-dominant hand his left hand and he'll try to do the same thing throw his club or maybe you know throw the tee or hit his club on the ground but with his left hand and so it's really awkward it's really funny looking like a a toddler trying to do something and so in that moment, a moment of left-handed anger, the rage kind of turns to a more watered down form of rage where everyone's kind of laughing and the dude is, you know, kind of also laughing at it, at himself because it's funny. It's funny if you've ever tried to throw a ball or do something even remotely athletic with your non-dominant hand, you look really silly. <laughs> it's a really funny thing. So it, it's a funny moment. And so the idea here is left-handed anger helps dispel the anger a bit. It brings a bit of, you know, laughter to a situation, makes you look ridiculous and hopefully not always, but hopefully it makes you a bit less angry with yourself, with yourself, not anger towards other people. are talking about anger with yourself because you're laughing at yourself. You look ridiculous. You're trying to throw with your left hand. It's funny. It's funny. So that's left handed anger. You're pausing and you're dispelling the anger a bit. So this is obviously just a funny thing that if you want, you could add to your repertoire if you have the self-control to do so, the the restraint to pull the old left-handed anger habit out when you need it, or if you have friends that can force you to do it, I think it's pretty funny. I think it'll definitely help you take the edge off of whatever is making you angry at yourself, forces you to laugh a little bit, and laughter is always good. But I bring up this idea here because I think outside of golf, in the grand scheme of things, we are so freaking hard on ourselves. We rage inside about ourselves. We're angry with ourselves. We turn on ourselves. And I think it's time we applied some left-handed anger in this context in our inner lives. So let's start here. We are hard on ourselves. We are hard hard on ourselves. I'm sure you can relate to this. The fact that you listen to this podcast probably means you're you know you have high high standards for yourself maybe you're a high achiever a type a person you're working on your confidence you're intuitive you observe well and so you have all this built up character you have this built up observation about life and yourself and that's probably led you in a sense to be hard on yourself and the result is that you live that you live that you seldom celebrate your successes because you think there needs to be more You focus on your shortcomings a lot more than the great things about you. You struggle to open up with others sometimes because you consider yourself too whatever. You're nicer to other people than you are to yourself and on and on and on. And maybe you're not all those things, of course, but maybe one or two of those things resonate with you where you're just overly judgmental or harsh or mean to yourself. So again, we are too hard on ourselves. Maybe we're even angry with ourselves. And the result is when we stumble or fall, when we, you know, metaphorically whiff on our tee shot, we rage inside. We're angry with ourselves. We blame ourselves. We say, see, I knew I was insert negative sweeping conclusion about ourselves. I knew I didn't deserve that promotion. I knew I wouldn't get a shot at that person. I'm too this. I'm too that. We become the ones who say that we're angry with ourselves. So we say these things about ourselves. No one else is saying it. No one else is narrating our lives. We create evidence in our lives and we assign negative labels to ourselves and as a result we're harsh on ourselves and we do this because we didn't make an effort much like left-handed anger does to pause and to try to realize just how ridiculously high the expectations we have of ourselves are and that's the point I think I just want to draw to in this episode using the idea of left-handed anger. It is ridiculous almost to the point where we should be laughing at ourselves It is ridiculous how high and unrealistic the expectations we have of ourselves are. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash newmindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com newmindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash newmindset. We expect ourselves to be perfect, to step up to the plate and hit a home run, to be our best selves at all times. We expect ourselves to be able to replicate the expectations set for us, soulmate at 23, CEO at 25, the dream vacation, the dream body, the confidence. We expect that to be us with no missteps along the way. And we do this not because we're like intentionally cruel to ourselves, we want to be nice to ourselves. Of course we do. You know, you hear it all the time. Of course, we want to practice self-love. Self-love is the mantra of this generation. But when it comes to human behavior, I've kind of realized that just matter of factly here, it's easier to be hard on ourselves than it is to be nice to ourselves. It's easier to be hard on ourselves than it is to give ourselves credit. Like just with the words we say to ourselves, it's easier it's easier, as I pointed out in my book, That's Bold of You, it's easier to identify our not enoughness than it is to celebrate our enoughness. That's just how the human mind works. It's easier to say, oh, I could be doing better than it is to say I'm doing just fine. And I think there's a lot of reasons for this, but at the top of the list is that we tend to mimic other people's behaviors and what better way to get access to other people's behaviors in social media? And social media is filled with discontent, unhappy people sharing their own self-criticism. That's why I personally am trying more and more to scroll less and less. But open up TikTok, for instance, and it's like, it's this, wide, it's this weird world of self-criticism. Hot people talking about how their lives suck. Millionaires talking about feeling empty. Dating horror story after dating horror story and everything in between. People love to complain, sure, and that's sometimes okay, of course, you got to get it off, but it's become this almost internalized way that we approach life. We need to say enough is enough for ourselves, and I think the solution here is we have to realize something that I once heard Tony Robbins say, and it's that we drastically overestimate what we can accomplish today, and we underestimate what we can accomplish in the next week, month, year, decade. We drastically overestimate what we can't accomplish today and underestimate the long-term plan. And I'm not one to say like, you shouldn't be confident, like, heck yeah, today is the day I'm going to get everything done today. Like today is the day where it all changes. Good. That's hope. That's optimism. Hold yourself to that standard, but we shouldn't draw pressure from it because that pressure is what leads us to be hard on ourselves or angry with ourselves or rush through life, right? Right. We don't see the big picture and the big picture says you can accomplish what you want to accomplish and will accomplish, but maybe it's in two years or five years or 10 years. Time is a gift. Of course, we shouldn't take it for granted. We shouldn't kick our happiness or fulfillment down the line, but we shouldn't draw pressure from time like we tend to do. So left-handed anger says, pause, pause for just a second. Why do I expect myself to be perfect today? Why do I expect myself to be on the same timeline as everyone else is today? Why do I expect myself to know exactly what I need today? Why do I expect myself to have everything figured out today? Left-handed anger says pause and laugh if you can. Laugh at how ridiculously unfair the expectations you've placed on yourself are. Life is about figuring all of that shit out. It really is. And I know that sounds cheesy and I hope it doesn't sound patronizing, but life is not about having it figured out on day one or even day 10 and then just following the blueprint the rest of your life. It's about figuring it out as you go and then looking back and realizing that, wow, over two, five, 10 years, you overcame a lot. You did a lot. You rose above a lot. You underestimated it looking forward. You put pressure on yourself and overestimated the need in the present. But looking back, the facts speak for themselves. You just had to get to that point. But in the present, we're not at that point, obviously. So we tend to fill ourselves with anger and frustration and self-judgment. So I just want to put this idea of left-handed anger in your back pocket for the instances where you blame yourself for not being more and doing more and having more boxes checked in the instances where you react to that not enoughness with self-blame, left-handed anger pause. No, 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 not right-handed left-handed anger. That's a pause from the normal right-handed course of action, anger, rage, resentment towards yourself, and instead realize how ridiculous that is, how unfair it is, how laughably unfair it is. And if you need to literally do something with your left hand to prove this point and get your body into it, that's cool. Sometimes the mind-body connection can really help drive that point home, but whatever it takes to get yourself to chuckle a bit, that is what I'm talking about here. This is about the mentality, the mentality of pausing from your dominant hand, your dominant course of action, your dominant, no questions asked, tendency to judge yourself. The regular unfair self-judgment course of action, switch, pause. We overestimate what we need to accomplish today and underestimate the big picture. We overestimate what we need to accomplish today and we underestimate the big picture. AKA, we pressure ourselves to be perfect today But the big picture says we have time to do and we will do what we want, just on a longer timeline. So pause. You, me, us, we deserve to be kind and patient and understanding with ourselves to the best we can. Life is about balance, of course. This is about balance between, you know, having high standards, discipline and persistence. Yeah, work hard. Don't be soft on yourself. But in the instances where you misstep and you start to rage inside and be angry with yourself and label yourself in unfair ways, left-handed anger. So that's it on it right there. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be super, super grateful if you would subscribe on Spotify. That means a lot. It helps the show grow. And if you're enjoying the show, if you could send it to a friend, I'm sure they would appreciate it coming from you. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.